The Altar Life. Two hours of the best Christian music. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Like why things brought by car are called shipments and things brought by ships are called cargo. This is The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Jeff. Yes? I don't know why that is. That's very crazily It un- cannot unex- be explained. <laughs> so, all you people out there, thank you so much for listening this evening. We're excited to have another Altar Life show on Saturday night. Show number 30. Show number 30. This is a milestone for us. This is three decades. It's funny. We look forward to show 30 on the Altar Life, but when you turn 30, it's like, oh, my life is over. We're just beginning. Baby. I just said three decades, like like we've been thawing for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We're not that old. No, three <laughs> decades of songs, a decade being 10. <laughs> Maybe that's not a is decade, really years. I don't know. But don't anyway. Know. You're listening to the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Jeff, we'll be talking about the brotherhood this evening. And we're not talking about the mob, <laughs> just to make that or clear. Or the family. We are talking about a family. Um, we're talking about being in the family of God. And we're going to kick it off with a verse from Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 12. Um, and the verse is... Drum roll. <laughs> he will find it, people. Verse 26. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Parents have been saying to their kids forever, choose your friends wisely. I'm like, Mom, it's cool. We hang out. We're, we're you know, he's fun. <laughs> Why is this so important? Why is it so important to choose our friends wisely? Because some friends have Xboxes and the others don't. <laughs> Choice complete. <laughs> There's uh, Wait, what kind of cool stuff do you have? All right, I'll be your friend. I feel, I feel like the standards of uh, some people... Um, even adults and young, you know, young adults, their standards of picking their friends are skew <laughs> compared to what their parents hope and pray for as friends. You know, yeah. you're, you know, <laughs> I love it because they're like the parents are like, well, why don't you hang out with Jimmy? And you're like, oh, Jimmy's such a dork. Oh. Like, and then you realize forced friendships are hard. <laughs> oh, he likes Tonka trucks too. You're like, mom, I'm 15. <laughs> <laughs> but um, guess what? Your parents, uh, they got a clue. Yeah, even though you don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and even if you're an old cat listening to this show, <laughs> your parents still have a clue. I know. <laughs> and you probably picked friends that your parents were pulling their hair out about and yeah. turning gray about. So uh, listen up. Uh, that's a great verse, though, the, for the righteous. If you want to live a righteous life, you want to live the altar life, yeah. uh, you need to be careful who you are hanging out with and who you're choosing as your friends, not just your buddies, your companions. We yeah. want you know the people that are really going to be there to to help you through the tough times, the people that can pray for you, lift you up. And as Christians, we can take it a step higher, which is what we're going to do tonight. We're going to take it, we're not just friends with each other if we're part of the body of Christ, we're brethren. And so that's why we're calling the show The Brotherhood, and we're going to be talking about that for the rest of the night. Um, So keep your radio set to the dial it's on right now. Well, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Thank you for listening to us tonight. We're continuing on our discussion about the brotherhood and being brothers in Christ. And, and sisters. And sis- Yeah, we don't want to leave the girl folk out. <laughs> um, but why are we brothers, you may be asking. What makes us brothers? You're not my brother. I know, it's like, well, it's your brother in Christ. I don't have any brothers. Like, I don't have any sisters. <laughs> um, but 
you, and they always hear that brothers in Christ. Well, it's the mere fact because we are brothers of different mothers, but we have the same dad. That's correct. And that dad is Jesus Christ. And um, you know what? Before we go further, check out thealterlife.com. There, I said it. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the brotherhood and uh, obviously the sisterhood. And uh, it's really just the family of God. You're like, well, people are like, hey, brother, welcome to the family of God. And you're like, huh? Why is that guy calling me brother? You know, people are saying, bro, what's up? You know, there is something in that. And we can forget a little bit. Like, you, the relationships you have with other believers should really be the focal point. And there's a difference between your relationship with Christians and non-Christians. And even some Christians that you have that you hang out with and goof around with, there's a difference between your relationship with them and the relationship with the person that when you're like, hey, I really need prayer. Or, hey, man, why don't, you, why don't we sit down and talk about this issue uh, you know, that I'm really struggling with. There's a difference. And um, one is the world's type of friendship. One is the the body of Christ type of friendship. And that's what we're kind of talking about. We want to compare the two, size them up, and, and see where you're at. So, uh, yeah, we're really excited. And um, a lot of Christians just don't think that they have something special um, with a friendship. You know, they, they try to live their life and they're like in their own little worlds and they don't look around. And they're like, well, I don't need somebody to help me. They won't understand what I'm going through anyway. And um, and and the, how Jesus set it up was there's this huge, amazing whole side of Christianity called being a part of a family and the family of God and having brothers and sisters that you can rely on and that you can fellowship with in church or not in church um, like we do as we're hanging out on the radio show as being brothers. Yeah. Jeff. Because if it wasn't for this radio show, Brent and I would never hang out. No, not really. Ever. <laughs> no, <laughs> we but would. we have a, a relationship. It's not just like, hey, man, let's go goof around on the radio. Like, yeah. there's a, there's something that keeps us together as uh, friends. You know, we're not in the same uh, age bracket. We weren't in high school together. You know what I mean? Like, in the world's eyes, yeah, yeah. In the world's eyes, we you know we like music and we like sports. That's basically like the same, and we like radio. Obviously, but like in the world's eyes, we might not be conventional as friends, Um, but because of Christ, he unites us. He links us together. We're knit together. As the Bible says, Um, you know, we each have our part to fit in the family of God. You know, there's the, the, the brother, the sister, the uncle, the whatever, but (laughs) we all have our own unique part in the family of God. And it's an important part where there's no black sheeps in the family of God. That's right. (laughs) And I like sheep. Yeah, there is sheep in the family of <laughs> there God, is. but there's no black sheep, no yeah, outcasts. Right. And uh, so we're going to keep rolling with that topic as we go on. Um, but just let that sink in, you know, start thinking about the friends you have and asking yourself, you know, do I really have brothers in Christ? And uh, as we spin this next tune, we'll get back to it a little, little bit later. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Brilliant! We're going to give everything on this show until there's nothing left. <laughs> until there's no time left. <laughs> That's right. And the time is ticking away. Click, click, tick, tick. <laughs> we're going to be... Uh, Since when do clocks click? I'm sorry. <laughs> tick, tick. Um, we're going to be making a, a rest stop here in the book of James. So if you are at home in your room listening or whatever... Take out your sword. Open up James chapter 2. We're going to be in James chapter 2, James chapter 5, talking about what it is to love um, a brother or a sister in Christ and how how we can really show them love and show ourselves friendly, like the Bible says. Um, We're talking in James chapter 2 right now, verse um, 15. It says, If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one who says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? And that's a great verse that he, he paints there. And uh, 
he says faith by itself if it does not have works is dead and that's kind of that whole um, the theme of that section of scripture but we're, we're talking about it and those songs kind of fit bite my tongue and give until there's nothing left a lot of times we as friends quote unquote we do a lot of talk but not a lot of action you know we have our best friend but we don't show that person the love that they deserve and sometimes they they need us to be there they need us to be faithful and they need us to you know give for them until there's nothing left just like that song says how often do we say to each other you know i'll pray for you or we uh you know we say oh i'm your best friend i'm, I'm gonna be friends we're gonna be f bffs you know <laughs> best friends forever and um and then you know then you go around and you tell your other friend, you know, and you start backbiting and you start doing things and talking behind people's backs and you make fun of them and you, you hit them while they're down and all that kind of stuff. And you're not really being a friend. You're just posing, you know. And, um, you know, sometimes, like Jeff said, we need our friends need us to be their brother or their sister and really get in the trenches with them and, and let our hearts open up and um, to really just serve our brother's and our sisters, you know, how selfish are we if all we want out of our friendships is just to um, is just to get something from that person. And when they don't have anything to give, we're just like, all right, we're out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a it's a good challenge in James there to let your if you're saying you're a friend and you're saying you're a brother and you're saying you're a Christian, then live it, man. Get out there and actually be somebody who somebody can say, yeah, he's my awesome brother, my awesome sister, because he was there when I needed somebody. Yeah, it's not about what you can get. It's about what you can give. The Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period. We're going to read a passage in James chapter 5. Like Jeff was saying, we're going to be parked in James tonight. Um, James chapter 5, verse 13 says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. And uh, what we, we read that in the context of brotherhood. And it's like, you know, some of those things that I like the part about confessing your sins to your brother so you can be healed. Mm. Um, you know, it takes some sense of vulnerability to actually be able to open up yourself and like go to somebody and not and know that when you say, you know, I really screwed up, I sinned and I'm trying to confess my sins before you that they're not going to be like, you're an idiot. Why'd you do that? You know, or they make you feel extra bad, but they are there to love you and to just put their arm around you and just say, you know, it's, it's cool. You know, I screw up too. And to just you know, pray for that person. It says a prayer a lot in that. It's just, just, you know, lift them up before the Lord and come to your dad, your common dad together, and um, to just be an encouragement that way. And I think um, one thing that we can kind of uh, use as an excuse a lot of times is, well, God's my, you know, with the idea of brotherhoods, you know, something that ties with that is accountability. Also, like, we think like, oh, well, God's my accountability partner. I just have to confess to him. Like, nobody, you know, and that's, you know, it's true that you, you stand before God ultimately, but you need that friendship, that bond with someone where you can go to them and you know they're going to be praying for you. Not just like that, oh, well, I'll pray for you. And then you forget completely. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so that person. Like, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, I'll pray for you. Oh, I wonder what I'm having for lunch today. And then yeah. the, it's gone. Like, and the, I really have, if I'm going to pray for that person, I need to like do it at that moment or else I won't remember because that's just my ADD. Um, but... <laughs> Like accountability with a, another believer is so crucial to 
to walking in the light and you know all these themes it's it's interesting how they kind of have tied together in some way you know freedom from the way to darkness prayer uh making no provision yeah Yeah, all it kind of is all culminating um and god is you know god is to be praised for that and uh we just are so excited but like brent said like it's cool how it says that you're healed when you confess your sins not only to jesus but you confess to someone else that last song me and jesus like you got me in jesus that's that's and that's so important for you to realize that there is um there is uh, hope and uh, um, encouragement in having a friend who is uh, on your side. All right, we're going to be back after the station ID. The Altar Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Altar Life. With Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. Still to come on The Altar Life. Switchfoot. We are one tonight. Cadet. Call me. Audio adrenaline. People like me. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. You're listening to The Altar Life. My name is Brent. Jeff is sitting across the way. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I am Jeff. Of the altar life with Brent and Jeff, <laughs> and uh, you guys oh know what boy. it's time for. Drum roll again. You're unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, this is the every show we kind of have a segment where we say what's unbelievable what we think is unbelievable sometimes it's good sometimes it's just plain ridiculous and sometimes it's just a rant yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're just venting about something that isn't really unbelievable we're just mad about it (laughs) we need a platform to (laughs) explain our madness but uh this week something that came to me and brent as we were talking was uh when you own a cd but when the song comes on the radio, it's a lot more exciting than going and listening to that CD. Yep. Or like if you own the movie and then you're like flipping through the channels and the movie's on TV, you're like, yes, this movie's this awesome. So cool. <laughs> like, oh man, this song's great. And you turn it up and like, it's really simple just to go to your MP3 player and <laughs> dial up that tune if you really wanted to hear it. It's but just unbelievable because it reminds you of how awesome because you wouldn't have normally thought. It's just like that unbelievable feeling when you're like, wait, wait, I know what this movie is. Yes, this movie's awesome. You just like there's something just unbelievable about that feeling when you come across. It's like you found this lost treasure or yeah. something, and you're like, nobody else knows this is on, but it's on. It's kind of like it. it's actually kind of similar to the feeling of like when you're digging in your pocket on a really old <laughs> pair of pants. You're like, yes, five dollars. <laughs> it is exactly it's like that, that same feeling. Like, look, I found something really <laughs> special. But really, you could have just like gone and gotten the five dollars out of your wallet. You know what I mean? It's kind of that idea, or twenty dollars. It's actually, you know, it's better. 
because there's no commercial breaks. <laughs> like, I but I wouldn't want to watch it. I would rather just have my, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> but that's definitely an unbelievable feeling. And there concludes our unbelievable segment <laughs> of the day. Short, sweet, to the point. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Got some more verses for you. This is from James chapter 5, verse 19. Paul says, no, not Paul, James, hence the name of the book. (laughs) Whoops. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Such an important thing as a good friend, you uh, you know, a good faithful brother or sister in Christ to um, get people back on track sometimes. Hatred stirreth up strife, but love covereth all sins. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear has torment, he that in love, and we love him because he first loved us. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. What matter of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God? We love him because he first loved us. Love covers all sins. What matter of love covers all sins? Love casts out fear. Hatred stirreth up strife, but love covereth all sins. The altar life. Music, truth, real, period. More than a love song by Fire Flight. Thanks a lot for listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We've been rolling this brotherhood topic in um, just to kind of go on a little bit further you know being a real brother you're like okay well i want to be a brother but how do i really do it i mean you know there's you know people are all weird and different and sometimes you don't really know you know what to do in certain circumstances and um and i agree with you because <laughs> sometimes it's like a hard thing to know like oh man i'm in this situation how do i really be a good brother to uh, to somebody um and that's why it's really important like everything in our christian life it's really important to have the holy spirit in our lives, to have a relationship with God, to be current with God, because then God, you know, he's our dad, and he's, he sees all his kids, and knows exactly what's going on in all his kids' lives, and inside their hearts, even the stuff that we don't actually see about our brothers and sisters, um, he knows what's going on, and uh, he could actually, you know, start tell us, you know, why don't you do this, why don't you, why don't you just make them a meal, or why don't you um, just just call them up and hang out just be stupid and hang out for a night or something and sometimes it's just that obedience to the lord that allows us to be um good brothers and sisters and you know what in order to do that you have to be willing to jump in jump into the game and play you know instead of just sitting off on the side and saying you know i'll be your friend and then doing anything like that last song we heard more than more than a love song was and the song we're gonna hear coming up by mainstay um but that, that's really where the rubber meets the road, if you will, about being a brother. Yeah, when you have, um, we were, we've been talking about it earlier, like 
when somebody's going through something tough, you know, the, the junior high, high school thing is to like leave them alone until they get through it and go hang out with people that are more fun. Yeah, totally. like <laughs> like uh, they're kind of downers right now. I'm not gonna go. <laughs> like I won't that's laugh they, when yeah. I hang out with them. Yeah, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> that's the. Uh, that's when we really need to get down to business, like Brent was saying, to get in the trenches with them and you know lift them up. You see the, you know the different brotherhood relationships in the scriptures about how they were willing to you know, fight side by side, and you know it's really important for you to sometimes you know get your own armor on and fight with the, you know whatever they're dealing with to get close to get um, you know in to find out what they're struggling with because God already knows what's going on in their life, and it's really helpful when someone else knows too, like we were talking about before. And when you accept them and love them through their flaws, through their faults, that's a real friend, not the friend that's like, oh, well, you kind of screwed up. You know, I'm out of here. So you're listening to The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Stand and Scream by Crystal Myers. We're getting ready to get out. So uh, I know this is, this night flew by. It always does. Yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe sometimes it drags on, but... Uh, <laughs> For you guys, not for us, because <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, it's not 11 o'clock yet. Wait, but anyway, I get to hear praise and worship. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost <laughs> 11 o'clock, so uh, we're going to get, um, but we wanted to wrap up this topic of the brotherhood, the family of God. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes being a good brother isn't all about actually interacting with your brother. Um, I was reading in Philippians, and Paul's talking about he was in jail and chains, and uh, he was encouraging the people he was writing to, and he was saying, Yo, it's all right that I'm here because not only does people do all these people that I'm seeing in the prison and stuff get to hear about the gospel, but um, you as brothers, as you're watching me and you're seeing the Lord take care of me, even in this situation, um, you're being encouraged. And, um, you know, the challenge for us tonight, um, I believe, for this brotherhood topic is, um, you know, to make sure that your relationship with the Lord's rocking. Because when you're, when you're clicking with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's talking to you and you're living your life out, um, and you're being obedient to the Lord. Um, not only are you being have the opportunity for the Lord to say and teach you how to be a good brother to somebody, um, but your example of your life can actually be something that encourages your brother, that challenges your brother to be a better Christian, um, that actually causes your brother to love Jesus more. And that's the whole point. You know, that's the whole point of our topic tonight. Is just how do you be a good brother? Um, to someone else, to the person that's sitting next to you. Sometimes it doesn't even mean talking to them. It's just living out your life as an example. And that's a good example of being a big brother. Yeah. You know, taking the taking the first step and, and allowing people to see, and not just so that they look at you and you're like, "Wow, that's, that guy's awesome." That's not why, but like to take the lead. And some because sometimes people need that. They need someone that's willing um, to make that step, so then they feel comfortable, you know, following. You know, some people are, are born leaders. Some people are born followers. And, uh, you know, God definitely wants, no matter what, which one we are, he wants us to be going in the same direction. Right. It has nothing is, to do yeah. with age. I mean, exactly. if you're 10 years old, you know, I've seen adults' lives change because some their son or their daughter actually did something obedient to the Lord. Yeah, and living exactly what you believe is the best testimony. I know just in my own life when I see someone who's like on fire for the Lord, it, it spurs me on. It makes me like almost not jealous in a sinful way, but like you know zealous <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah uh, which is like the you know the good jealousy i guess but uh you know it's it's exciting for us to be uh jumping um for christ when we see somebody else that's already on fire and that's the definition of how we always end our show and we're gonna have to end up tonight but be a good brother and be cool cats live for christ music, music. Truth. truth real period, period.